what is the meaning of uh, the economics of personal development? Okay, like um, there's a statement by John Maxwell that says everything rises and falls on leadership. Um, and in my understanding of life is that everything revolves around my personal development, how I get to know myself, how I get to utilize myself, how I expand my energy, how I devote my energy, the things that I commit my mind to, um, the things that I commit my personal space to, the things that I commit my time to, the things that I commit my heart to. Um, I think the other day I was sharing here and also in another meeting that there are three risks that people will actually bear. One of the risks is the risk of ignorance or the risk of knowing or not knowing. So the less you know, the more expensive life becomes. The, the less you know about yourself, the less, the more expensive life becomes. So when we, when you, those of you that study um, accounting and economics and at a, at a um, academic level would actually define economics better than I can do. But I want to define economics from the perspective of personal development or self-mastery. And it happens at the time that I'm running an online school on self-mastery. And this, um, it's, it's a little bit, a tease of about 2% of it. So um, economics of, of personal development, it's about production, as you you you, you, you read it in, in social studies or in economic studies. It's about distribution and it's also about consumption. So what do we mean when, what, 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 what production are we talking about? We're talking about your personal productivity. How much productive are you? How much productive in terms of your time utilization? Um, I attended a financial, um, sorry, a property investment seminar. And the guy that was actually talking there said, what is your return on investment of your time? Uh, when you look at the time that you're spending, the things that you're doing, the, how, you, how you allocate your time, what do you get out of it? So the, the productivity day, we're looking at um, your personal productivity. If you were to get out right now of the studio, Rebecca, before you fall asleep uh, in the next two to three hours, what would be the benefit of that time? time of your existence on your utilization of that particular time so we talk about what you do we talk about how you do the things um you see how you do the things is also has a very strong relationship with how your mind operates um this morning i complimented one supervisor that i worked with i have a, i worked with her for two months for the first time in three years so for two months i worked with her and i i actually called her this morning i said i want to give you a compliment she said what did i do i said i watched you the way that you handle stressful situations and then her eyes popped up and i said look i've seen you deal with angry customers and i've seen you deal with angry clients including internal um, stakeholders who would come and throw tantrums at you and then she said to me mafarafara when a person comes to you and rises up so high you drop down so low so that there's no measure that will attract you to them because if you don't control that state you you'll you'll, you'll be affected so how she does things was really fascinating so it's also about how you attract resources to yourself. If you look at South Africa as a nation or as a country, um, we, 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 the way that we behave affects the, the investments that we get. Um, there will be a time where you will hear in the news, they will tell you that um, South Africa is not investor friendly or South Africa is investor friendly. Depending on the circumstances that are happening, it will be the political climate, it will be the financial policies, it will be economic policies, it will be political issue, it will be the health of the nation, it will be the issues of violence and crime and everything that happens. So we look at your life and we say, okay, fine. If you look at how you manage your time, your money, your relationships, your language, your vocabulary, 
salary, your attitude, what, how does it attract people or what kind of people do you hang around? What kind of people want to hang around with you? What kind of people are you able to attract and keep? And what kind of people are always running away from you? So, so how you put value in yourself determines what can you get. So that's where we talk about the productivity. And I've learned that um, the, the, the highly paid people are not necessarily the people that are physically labor intensive, but they're people who are mentally labor intensive. So if you can spend more time in the mental labor, you will actually spend more time counting money. But then that, that's that's usually how, how it goes. So your skills, um, your attitude, your language talks to the productivity. And in the second part, we talked about the, um, the distribution so the distribution in terms of how do you allocate yourself how do you allocate your your money your time your your, your, your even your relationships um, there are some people who are very much available in one space of life but they're not available in another space of life and i've also seen that there are certain people are very if you go to church and look for the highly active people and then you, you'll find them but then you need to start saying, I want to follow up this person. I want to see at home if they are very productive because these people are very productive at church. You know, so their distribution of effort is, is somehow there's a disparity somewhere. There's, there's something lacking. And then you, you get out from home, you follow that person to work. You'll see these people may either be very productive or not productive. Some, one way or another, they'll be productive here and not productive there. They'll be available here and not available there. There are certain people who are very committed in one area but not committed in another area. And then you look at themselves, they have availability in society. Those people, You see, that's when we talk about economics of personal development. Are you able to be sufficiently effective in your relationship, in, your, in the society? in the family, at church, at work, in your finances, and every other system that actually affects your life. So that becomes um, a very, very, a very crucial factor. And then the last one is the consumption. What are you feeding yourself? What What are you eating every day? I think most of most of some people are eating stressful thoughts and they're not even dished up by anybody. They cook stress and they eat it and they vomit it. That's how they go. Every day of their lives, they're looking for something that is wrong in society or something that is wrong in themselves, or something that is wrong in other people. And they end of the day nothing really works out for them to the good you see whatever you feed there's there's a word in the bible that says um um and from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So what do you feed yourself? Let's look at it from a national perspective. What is it that people are talking about in parliament every day? That's what feeds to the economic system. What is it that, what kind of business systems are we developing? That's what feeds to the economy. What kind of educational systems do we have? That's what feeds into the economy. What kind of family systems do we have? That's what feeds into the economy. The same goes into your business practice. If you look at what kind of things you keep on doing repeatedly, how do you treat your customers? And this that these are the things that your customers are feeding on and everything else. So your life revolves around those particular things. So if you can master uh, those three things, you can actually go far. I want to believe that in your work as a coach, you don't necessarily impose, so you guide. Yes, very much. But I want us to... Just... I actually ask a lot of questions mm. than give suggestions. Oh, nice. I want us to look in, in that very light of the, the point you just made now, the last point of consumption. Mm-hmm. Without necessarily coming across as though you are imposing, mm-hmm. what should one be consuming? I think people should be consuming the things that matters to them. Uh, uh, when we look at productivity, productivity to me is not productivity to you. You see, um, good things to you is not necessarily good things to me. So, so what, what is it that people should actually be consuming? I think the first thing before we can talk about what is it the thing that people should be consuming is that people must spend time thinking. People must spend time thinking about themselves. They must spend time thinking about what matters to them. For you, for me to tell you what is it that you must be consuming, 
I need to know what matters to you. Then I can be able to give you guidance. So, so, so the things that matter to you will guide what you should be consuming. Let me give you a simple example. I work with a young man at work. This young man loves soccer. He loves soccer so much. So what does he consume? He watches soccer news. He reads so- soccer bulletins. He's, he's associated with everything soccer around him. Y- you can ask him a lot of things about soccer. He will tell you just like that. You see, so that, that's how it goes. For me, I, foc- I love personal development. I love African world. I love family agenda. So that's what I read about. That's what I consume about. There are certain people who um, in their life, they're activists. I've heard you talk about um, um, rape just before we started with, with, with the radio. Mm-hmm. With, with, we started with our program. So the things that really matter to you will drive what you consume. But yes, the, yes, the catch. Depending on what you love, you must also be careful how you consume what you consume. Most of us are consuming the negative things. I attended a seminar, I think it was last year, hosted by a friend of mine in Johannesburg. And a lady who loves um, um, the feminist uh, agenda, she, 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 she loves women empowerment, was talking about women abuse. And she said, we attended a seminar seminar and, and, and the host of the seminar said, it's okay to cry. And she said to us, just think about your problems and cry about them. Think about how hard it has been and cry. Think about how bad he has beaten you and cry. So if we keep on um, perpetuating women to start thinking how bad life is, what do you think is going to happen? They will always think about how bad life is. So amidst the challenges, think about what could be good and start to looking at the benefit of, of those kind of things. So what should people think about depends on what is it that matters to them and how they want to contribute in it on motivation monday tonight we talk the economics of personal development and we would like to hear your thoughts get in touch by sending a whatsapp message to 079-295-1212 and you can also call us on 015 Let's look at the biggest factors. You've already touched on the issue of time. Mm-hmm. The, the, the biggest factors that hinder one's personal development. Um, I wrote a book titled Step to the Next Level and I want to read something from it. Decide, mm-hmm. I just decided to bring the book because I feel, okay, there's something that I did. There was a time in my life where uh, a lot of people looked at me and said, my father is successful, you know, and all that kind of things. And when I went into my private space, I found like, no. What people are saying about me and what I know about me is totally different. And I found the statement and I wrote it. Many people profess what they do not possess. In my situation, my life appeared as though I had all I needed, but I needed more than I appeared to already have. I lacked something and I needed to find out that particular element. So I went on a serious review of my life. As long, and I found this, as long as I'm comfortable with appearing successful and prosperous, whereas I'm not, I will never know the feeling and the taste of real success. And I think that's where we, 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 need, we need to start. And from there, we need to start looking at what are the simple hindrances that are actually there because there's a lot of things that are keeping us from, from getting to the space that we want. And I think one first, one factor that I, that I found was social comparison. And I think I dealt with this. A lot even with myself, social comparison. When I look at Rebecca and I want to be like Rebecca, but I don't know what I want to be. I don't have my first uh, image of myself. Remember we talked about um, the, 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 the issues of the image, how you, you project yourself in the image, how do you see yourself? So a lot of times we, we, we fail to personally to develop ourselves because we are fo- focusing on de- de- developing the attributes that are in you, not in me. We're focusing on developing our the, the, the things that people love. We're focusing on getting the things that other people have than the things that we want to have. You see, and at the end of the day, we're actually competing in the sport in, in a field that is not ours. And by the time you die, you realize that you're actually second best. And I think the, the craziest thing, the hardest thing that you could ever have is that you will die a wish. You will die wishing that you could have ever lived. You will die wishing that you would have done what you wanted to do or you could have become what you wanted to become. And that becomes you 
you realize that you became an enemy to yourself. And that is the first. But the second thing is that people are so busy doing things that are less. There's a statement that um, I think is Jim, Jim Rohn says. He said, um, do not measure in minus you must measure in measures and minor in minus so people are focusing on things that do not matter and then they're building the things that are not important they're building the things that they should not be focusing on they're building the things that are not theirs and then the last thing is that we satisfied with little often most of the time we satisfied with little i i was in school and i remember i had a guy that we, we used to go to church together and this guy was failing a lot he was not performing at all you know he, he sometimes he would not even attend classes would i, I remember asking why are you not attending classes that it's god's will why why are you not doing this that it's God's will. Why are you not? And, and, and I'm like, man, you're satisfied with the fact that you're going to become a great servant who knows nothing about life? That becomes dangerous. And, and, and it took us time for us to deal with that particular thing. So people are satisfied with the little. I shared a story here of a couple that won an, um, a ticket to a cruise and they went on a cruise and when they were sitting there, just because they were inside this big sheep and they felt like everything was okay, they sat and locked themselves for seven days in the room. At the last day, somebody read the ticket for them and told them that your ticket included clothes it included money for food it included money for entertainment it included everything going into restaurants going into the spas going into the swimming pools going into all the things that are within this particular ship so they were satisfied with the little of having just arrived in that particular space so that becomes a dangerous and it becomes a limiting factor for us to develop and start benefiting out of who we are and what we are and how best we can become is when we start thinking how best what is the next best thing in my life? What is the next level of my life? What is the next best thing? So, and when you start, you set time aside to reflect. You set your time, you start, start reflecting. You said, um, it, it, when, when, when I was writing this, I would realize that I was already in the process. I was already reflecting and the time allowed me to make sense of what I was doing. So, so, so many people do not make time to reflect on that. Number two is we, we've got a lot of distractions around ourselves and sometimes it's just distractions of people. Sometimes it's destruction of food. Sometimes it's destruction of entertainment. I listened to a young girl today and I was very shocked when I heard that girl. They were talking about soapies on TV and she started listing the names. She said, I don't watch this. 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 And I'm like, these are the key things. This is what people talk about every day. So for them, who, for some people, it's actually destruction. For some people, it's a learning curve. But we don't take time to look at the things that are eating away our time. You see, most of you, would, most of you who are listening would actually be powerful people if you had time to reflect on what you're doing, if you had time to reflect on what you want, if you had time to reflect on your previous success. There's a statement that says your greatest enemy of the next level of success is your previous success. On Motivation Monday, we're talking the economics of personal development and you can send in any question or comment you might have to our WhatsApp line 079-295-1212 and you can also call us on 015-151-0135 and we continue with this after the break. Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Joyce FM 101.1 and on Motivation Monday tonight we talk the economics of personal development. We would like to hear your thoughts. Get in touch by sending a WhatsApp text message to 079-295-1212 and you can also call us on 015-151-0135. Where to start, Dlanta? Where does one start with the prioritizing of the economics of personal development? Um, I think the first thing that one should ask is, what is it that I really want to achieve in my life? 
what, what is it that really matters to me? Where do I want to go? I ask these questions and I ask, where, where, do you, where, where do you think you're fitting in society? If you were not born, what would society miss? Uh, what, what is it that um, when, when, when you're not there, we're going to miss about you? And you start developing yourself around that particular area. And then I think the second, the, the second thing would be to find people who can help you shape your particular dream. And then the third thing is, is ask the right questions. I think there's something powerful about questions. Often the quality of your life also revolves around the kind of quality of your questions. The poor are the questions that you ask, the poor are the, the, the answers that you get. A friend of mine, Franz Michopé, was teaching on the power of relationships and personal development and in, in finances in particular. And he said relationships equals money, um, relationships equals poverty, relationships equals power, relationships equals poverty, uh, relationships equals success. So if you now want to become the best person, you need to start looking at the cycles within which you're hanging around and you start looking within within at, at what you're actually feeding yourself and you start looking at what you really, really, really love. So I've, I've learned that, look, it, uh, personal development is like currency. What, what what does that mean? It means if you are well developed, you can buy with yourself without money. Look, and this is how it goes. Who do I know that knows what I need? Who do I know that have what I have? Who do I know who's able to do what I need to get done? So if you want to get to the next level, you need to know the next the next people who are actually in that particular level where you, where you want to go. But unfortunately, what we're looking at in our lives is that I think we spend more time wishing what we could be than doing what we could become. If we can look at yourself, the measure of your excellence now, and you start looking, if I could achieve 25% of the measure of my, of my excellence, what would that be? And then you move towards that particular area. Personal development, it's not necessarily about becoming an excellent person. It's about becoming the next level of success beyond the last, the previous level. So if you can start looking, how, what was my last level of success? And then you start measuring yourself against that and say, I do not want to be successful as yesterday. I want to be better than what I was yesterday. You are actually able to become a better person as you go forward. Here's another thing. Personal development, when you look at it, what you have today and what you're going to get tomorrow relates to what you're feeding yourself today. So you need to start finding things that feed yourself towards the next the, 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 the next appointment. So if your next appointment is becoming a doctor, you need to start feeding yourself like that. I remember I listened to, 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 to a lot of people would say dress the part, dress like you want to become, dress like you want to be valued, dress like you want to be seen. If you want to feel like a business, a business person, I remember one lady said there was a time that when she wanted to, to be in, in, in boardrooms negotiating deals. So every day when she was even when she was in, in university, she would dress like she's going to a business meeting and carry a bag like she's going to a business meeting. So she she carried her books, not using that backpack, but she carried a, she, a nice briefcase kind of a thing. Where every day when she entered into a, a place where she was, it would be like she's going to a meeting. And people ask, where are you going? She's like, I'm going to class. When she went to work, she started dressing like that. And today she owns a company. So how does it go? You start seeing yourself. You see, the thing is there's power in visualization. Unfortunately, we do not really visualize ourselves or maybe we do not know because we, we, we we'd rather feel it's comfortable to sell yourself short it's comfortable to be a little bit relaxed because you don't stress about the problems. Um, there's this thing that people would say that uh, rich people have got good, uh, wealthy, wealth problems. So they've got nice problems. So we'd rather deal with the other mediocre problems. But I think it, 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 it should not be like that. So if you know that personal development is currency, it becomes a grade. So a person's true measure is not, it's not money, but it's in how much they know themselves and how much do they identify with other people and how much value do they add in other people. So if you want to develop yourself start looking at okay who needs help and start helping those people so if you can find a skill the attitude 
the knowledge of helping those particular people you'll get to the next level and you speak about a currency would you please just equally link right mm-hmm. personal development and how it can affect one's financial status i think it starts with knowing that pers- um, money is attracted by the mind of a man the better i think you are the more money you get the better a thinker you are the more money you get and and where, where does it go remember personal development affects your relationship when we talked about your productivity it affects the kind of people that that it, it, it determines what kind of people you associate with so the better the thinker you are the better the thinker the people you attract yourself the more you know about yourself you see yes the thing money exposes who we are money doesn't actually make things funny or change doesn't change us but it exposes who we are so if we are well mentally developed when money comes it will actually show the strength of our minds so what does it mean if we want to become rich i think we need to start thinking rich first before we come we get we can we can get the money um there's a statement that jim ron says that if we can take all the money that's available in the world and distribute it equally amongst all that leave in it soon it will be back in the hands of those that actually um 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 Where, where, where it came from Brian Tracy says uh, there's a lot of money that is circulating in the hands of men your job is to make sure that some of it touches your hand and some of it sticks but how do you do that know yourself know yourself master yourself know your language know what what ticks know how how, how to develop develop profound relationships I've, I've always said this in here and I'm gonna keep on repeating it I think until it it, it sinks in we we prefer all the time to hang around people who are less stronger than us so that they do not ask us strong questions and and, and bec- why do we why don't we want to be asked strong questions because strong questions stretches our mind and when our mind stretches we get to see better when we start seeing better we start to do better when we start doing better we start to get better results so we're not getting better results because we're not thinking better we're not thinking better because we are better thinking at a small level there's a statement i think it was said by henry Ford, where he says whether you think you can or you cannot you are right whether you think you can or not you you, you are actually right so the way that you see yourself it, it actually how money will will come if you start think if you think that you cannot make more money you will actually end up like that why, why do ceos make more money because they spend more time thinking they spend more time making strong relationships they spend more time solving great problems the more they solve it says successful people are those people who when we gave up on solving problems in the middle of the night and fell asleep and went to sleep they woke up and toiled to find an answer and they came back and sold the same uh, quest answers to the same questions that we had and we paid them so that's how it goes so money follows your mentality it follows your attitude it follows your heart set it follows your health set so if you can money if you can't manage your health soon the money that you're trying to chase will start paying for your health so we need to start finding a way to say i need to balance my relationships and i've learned that a lot of people are paying so much money trying to mend relationships or trying to buy relationships because they didn't spend time uh, developing the subs to know that i need to spend time with people and the more you do that the more you'll pay in the last end is mastering the economics of personal development hard I think it is. I think it is. I think it is. I think it's very easy to do things that are not important than to do the things that are important. Have you not realized that if you tell people to to do the things that they need to do, they would rather do the things that they want to do than the things that they need to do. Would rather buy the things that we want to buy than buying the things that we need um to buy. It's easy to spend more money on entertainment than to spend more money 
on personal development? Yes, a simple question. And for somebody asked this question um, on Saturday, we, we, we were in a seminar, and he said, um, it was Black Friday. You guys went to buy a lot of things. You bought groceries. You bought a lot of things. How much of the money that you spent went on buying a book? 